You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. What it do, baby? How y'all doing? It's Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. I am Jason McIntyre. He is Rob Parker. We are in for Dan Patrick and company. It is Friday, November 26th. I hope everybody had a phenomenal, not just a great, not just an outstanding, I'm talking a phenomenal Thanksgiving. We have a lot to be thankful for. I'm thankful for you guys for tuning in here to the show, for listening to my podcast, for my health, my family, my faith, and also that we have a lot of sports to gamble on all weekend. Rob, usually we get our Christmas tree uh, today, the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, we usually, we're not going to be able to do it today. I'm not going to talk about why. We got some other stuff cooking. Right. But uh, I, I love picking up the Christmas tree. I love the smell of the Christmas tree. And in your my kids house. are young. How old are they? Uh, I got eight and ten. Uh, you know, I coach them in sports a lot. And, so they're, um, they're into Christmas. Like, oh, it, like at that well, age, they can't wait, right? Yeah, I don't know who all is listening, so we should uh, not really talk about Santa. and No, no, uh, no, not at all. Cooking. Not uh, at all. But I do want to say, yeah, I'm very excited for uh, – the, the month of December is really good. I, I maintain, Rob, that March – and November are the two greatest months for sports. Obviously, I'm a big March Madness geek. Uh, if you follow me on social media, you know I gamble on college basketball all the time. And I love November because college football ramps up. We got the huge Ohio State-Michigan game this weekend. Your guy, Jim Harbaugh. Uh, another successful season, but Rob wants to dump on him. We'll do that a little bit later. Successful? What? Yeah. I mean, Michigan, Michigan has won mythical national championship since the Louisiana Purchase. Yeah. And you're talking about I, I love how he had like a, a successful nine, a season. A nine or ten win season is not Doesn't successful. mean anything because they, they can't beat their rivals. They build statues no, they pull for those you statues around the down. country at like 98% of no, they if you don't. win nine or ten games. No, they don't. Uh, no, they don't. Maybe we'll talk about the Cincinnati Bearcats. Cats getting into the playoff. Uh, I think we're going to talk about the Warriors and Steph Curry, but gosh, Steph Curry is fun to watch. He is right now the greatest show in sports. That's undeniable. Well, he's playing the Washington Generals every night. So, yeah. 15 and 2, baby. He also leads the league in buckets of how, confetti how after we, he makes a three-pointer. How do we have it that Rob Parker loves to dump on all the things that are good and right about American sports? LeBron James, the GOAT, one of the greatest stories in basketball. Steph Curry, I mean, he wants to bag on the Dallas Cowboys. Let me guess. We got Matt Stafford and the Rams in a huge game, colossal game with Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau Sunday. It is probably the marquee game of Sunday. It is the Rams have lost two straight after the 7-1 and one start when Matt Stafford was talked about as a potential MVP candidate. Is he still your MVP? Uh, I think he's in the discussion. Uh, nobody's won or lost the MVP in Week 11 in the history of football, so I'm not going to overreact. But Matt Stafford has not been very good the last two games. He's dealing with a bit of a bum wheel, the ankle. Oh, here we go. They, they got Odell go Beckham, who we know is toxic. I mean, goodness gracious, Odell Beckham, he's been a disaster since the catch. Rob... I'm going to give you the floor here to go and go after Matt Stafford, who is, you know, former number one pick, has yet to win a playoff game, but he's put up outstanding numbers throughout his career. Yeah, that's why he has the nickname in Detroit as Stat Padford, because Uh, a lot of those numbers have, uh, well, I'm just being honest with you, a lot of those numbers came after the Lions were down 21 nothing and defense is relaxed. I'm just trying to tell you the history of Matthew Stafford is that he doesn't beat the good teams, the teams over 500. He has some crazy record, and don't quote me, but it's something like 9-69 and 69 against teams that finish over 500. And that's ultimately what, if you're a Rams fan, you have to be worried about because you talked about go look at their wins this year. 
And other than beating Tampa Bay, which was a great win for the Rams, it has gone the other way against some of the better teams. When they lost to the Titans at home with no Derrick Henry, that was an eye-opener. And Stafford had two picks in that game. He's had four picks in the last two games and five turnovers, and that has come against the better competition. They've lost three of the four games when it comes to the best, better competition, the better teams in the NFL. They lost to Arizona at home. So you start to look at these games. They went up to San Francisco on back-to-back passes. He had uh, the interceptions, turned the game around, and that's what's scary. That's why I think this is a big test to see them go on the road, the Rams. Remember, the Rams lost to the Packers last year on the road in the playoffs. So if Matthew Stafford has another bad game on the road against a good team, you got to start to wonder and worry if this guy can get it. This is a guy, you're right, Jason, the number one overall pick who's 0-3 in the playoffs and has never won a division And you start to wonder, can he get it done? Is he really the upgrade? People, when they traded for Matthew Stafford. Is he the upgrade over Jared Goff? Did you say that? Yeah, Jared Goff got to the Super Bowl. Yes, Jared Goff is an all-pro. Yes, yes. Matthew Stafford hasn't been to a Super Bowl. Go look at Jared Goff's numbers those years. And the numbers between the Super Bowl year and now, there ain't no big upgrade over Matthew uh, uh, from Matthew Stafford. Jared Goff was doing the same exact thing. So my point is, the only difference is Jared Goff won some big games in big spots, and Matthew hasn't done that yet. That doesn't mean he can't do it, but this crowning of him and calling him the Messiah has been ridiculous. Okay, for the love of Trent Dilfer, Jared Goff did not get to a Super Bowl. Jared Goff has never won a game in his career without McVay. Never, Rob. Look it up. It's the most amazing stat ever. Jared Goff has is zero wins in his NFL career without McVay. Zero before McVay got there and zero he in He only Detroit. had that two is coaches in L.A. Do stop not say it. Jared Goff got to a that? Super Bowl. Stop. Matt Stafford is on trash teams in Detroit. A dumpster fire of a franchise. He's 0-3 in the playoffs. That means that okay. three times he went to, to the playoffs. Hold line. on. Was he favored Hold in any on. of those playoff games? Yes or no? Was he Hold. favored? Was he favored in any it of those playoff matter. games? It doesn't it matter. Does. He was the first overall pick. It doesn't matter. Oh, my God. That's why they have upsets in sports, Jason. Stop giving people excuses. Okay, fine. Time out. Time out. Now, if you, you, okay, wait you a minute. Said, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Wait a minute. If, if he, if he would have won a game... Even that Cowboys playoff game, they go back. The Lions had a number five defense that year in 2014. Underdogs on the road. Okay? It doesn't matter. Okay. They had Matthew Stafford got the ball back with two minutes to go, two and a half minutes to go, and two timeouts with a chance to march the Lions down the field and beat the Cowboys in Dallas. And you know what happened? It was four and out. Don't give me an excuse. So, they had another chance to win the division over the Green Bay Packers in, in the last week of the season. And and you know what? They lost. I'm not going to read. So don't act like he doesn't have, he didn't have any chances. Game. Okay, you want to bag on Stafford this year. They haven't beaten anybody. Give me a team in the NFL that you think is good right now. Give me one team. Go ahead. The Green team. Bay Packers. Okay, here's the Green Bay Packers. These are the teams that they have beat this year. The 8-3 and three Packers. They beat the Lions, who are winless. They beat the Niners in week three. 
Um, the, are the Niners good? I don't know. I don't think they were good in week three. What are you three. talking about? They just beat the Rams, and, and you want to talk about, team. hold on. They're a 500 team. How are they good? When, you don't want to give Stafford any week credit three, for beating Tampa, but you want to give three, them credit for what, beating the Niners? What were, in week three, when they, they came back on the road with 37 seconds left to yes. win the game, okay, what were the 49ers record in week three? Okay. Come on, Jason. Fine, fine. It, it, then you got to give Stafford the credit for the win over Tampa. Okay, in week three. So let's keep going for the Packers. Great wins. They beat the Steelers, who are garbage. They beat the Bengals. Not good. They beat the Bears. Stink. Washington stinks. Arizona, I'll give you that. Their other win was against Seattle, which is three and seven. So who have the Packers beat? Like, Rob, this whole argument, like, who has they Stafford beat beaten? They beat seven and oh, Arizona yes, in the desert. Yes, that's a good win. I gave you that. That's a good but win. But you can't. No, all that's right. But that's, that's a, a really road good win. win against a they really good team. one that, good win. Okay, what about They don't this? have one They're, good win. Stop it. They, they beat the Arizona. They beat them. That's impressive. Arizona, by the way, has like the fifth best Super Bowl odds, despite being the number one seed in the NF- in the NFC. Fifth yeah, but best you Super can't Bowl give odds. me other than Tampa Bay early on. Great. Of so late, great. The, but that's no. the point. Green Bay has one more win than Matt Stafford and the Rams. That's Stafford, it. One Stafford's trending downward, though, is he the had point. two bad games in a row. Yes, he's on a bum wheel. I get that. I'm not making excuses for Stafford. This is the reality. Quarterback wins. Nobody wins a game if you're a quarterback, okay? Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are GOAT status. They are the only two who you can say they won the game. You can't pin it all on Matt Stafford. His time in Detroit, Rob, it's unfair. You know for a fact those teams I were watched trash. Him. I watched Total him. garbage. I they covered Matthew Stafford. The difference is your view of him is watching highlights. It's, I no, watched, no, my view of him no, is the stats, is, and the stats no. say Matt Stafford has always been a top 12 quarterback in the NFL. No. The numbers. No, I don't watch no. highlights. I watch stats. You've Trust watched the highlights numbers. and no. you've watched numbers and they're fake numbers. That's why his nickname was St- is Stat Patford in Detroit. Ask anybody from Detroit who actually watched the games and watched what what kind of what, that they never beat anybody, mm-hmm. and that's the issue okay. when it comes with Stafford. All I'm saying, Jason, is this year he's got to prove that. Okay, and he if they don't get to the Super Bowl, will that have been a flop or fail for so, for the Rams? Uh, uh, I'm Super asking Bowl you, or yes or no? I, I predicted they would get to the Super Bowl. I don't think if they be don't a get there. But Rob, it's not a failure for Matt Stafford. Trust the numbers. Yes, Look, it okay, is. They just outsiders. gave up their. Football Outsiders is universally uh, accepted as the most important stats in the league. They break down every play. They don't give you the the counting stats of touchdowns and interceptions, okay? The top passers in the league this year, number one, Tom Brady, almost across the board. Number two, Kirk Cousins, who has the best touchdown-to-interception ratio. I know you love that stat. The number three quarterback, according to Football Outsiders, in almost every metric they have, is Matt Stafford, ahead of the beloved Aaron Rodgers, ahead of the beloved Dak Prescott, ahead of Kyler Murray, Justin Herbert. Dude, you're not buying into that. He padded his stats against bad teams. The The numbers against the good teams are not good. Jason, when you get to the playoffs... Are you playing Atlanta and the all and the Giants and the Jets? No, you guess who you're playing? You're playing the best of the best. Give me his numbers in the four best teams that they've played against, and they're not good. Okay, so Tampa those are the games the you gotta play, worry right? about if you're the Rams, not the other games. So Stop Tampa it. is the best team they played. We uh, we had we had a guest on the first hour who said Tampa or Green Bay is one of the best teams in the league. Here's what Stafford did against the mighty Tampa Bay Bucks, the defending Super Bowl champs. That Stafford, was week three. Stop. Uh, Oh, so we're tossing out week three when he was 27 of 38 for 343 yards. Is four he trending 
down. Up or down, It's Jason. not trending anywhere. He he's did not have two down. good games. He's got five turnovers in the last two games. He did not have two good games against the Titans, yes, and against the Niners. No doubt about that. Is anybody perfect? Has anybody been flawless throughout it's the season? It's not about being flawless. It's about being realistic. And you know that if it was reversed and Stafford had had that game against Tampa last week, People would be talking about him in in, in a MVP category. Let's not See, fudge Rob, the both numbers. Things can he's be trending true. down, no, and because and he here's had two another. Bad games, okay, I'm going to ask you this one question. So Matt, so then Matt, Matt Jones must be the MVP because he he's trending up, right? If he's he had two plays poorly against Green Bay and throws two picks, then, then, uh, then what you would can be? then you can worry. But the rea- but Rob, both things. Well, I think we would agree. Both things can be true. Matt Stafford has had a phenomenal, outstanding, amazing season where all his numbers are great. But yes, he has had two subpar games in a row with pick sixes that really badly hurt the L.A. Rams. Are both those things true? I, I, I just... Yes or no, Rahal? Are both what? those things true? He's had a great season, and he's had two struggling games all, in a row all, where he's been all, below Yes, but all, my, my only issue is his bugaboo coming into this year was that he never beat the good teams. And, and you can't say... Uh, he threw to Calvin Johnson, was a first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, despite the Lions not winning anything, people looked at his numbers and took him, uh, right? Uh, they took him for face value, right? It didn't stop Calvin Johnson, all right? So you can't use that, the Lions, as an excuse or, or that Matthew Stafford hasn't beaten the good teams. He's on a great, he's on a great I mean- team now, and it's scary if you're a Rams fan that the teams that they've lost to, that he doesn't beat those teams except he beat Tampa Bay early in the season. As the year has gone on, it's gotten worse. And I'm telling you, if he has a bad day in Green Bay, I'll be the first one to sound the alarm for the Rams because they've given away the future. And and if they don't get to a Super Bowl and win it, it will be a failure with Matthew Stafford. And what if Matt Stafford delivers against the Packers and has a good game? Then what? Will you be proclaiming he's the MVP well, then, favorite? Well, then that uh, that would definitely settle and make people feel better about where he is. I don't is. think and anybody that- feels bad about two games, Rob. We're looking at an NFL season where the Cowboys have lost three of four. The Kansas City Chiefs for a month couldn't stop a nosebleed. They were terrible. Like, no team has been consistent. The, the only consistent in this league this year has been everybody's been up and down. Buffalo lost two of three. They lost to Jacksonville. Do you want to say Josh Allen is trash and the Bills are garbage? Like, you can't overreact to a couple of games for Matt Stafford that have been bad. No, I mean, no. I, given his you, history, you can over you can overreact. But that's because, with a different coach no, and a different franchise. But, but they thought when they line. but Come they on. thought when he came here, it was going to be he would be the Messiah. There are seven. Be, and three. All, you know? Do you know how many? You know how many people NFL guys had him winning the MVP? I I have money on Matt Stafford to win the MVP and the Rams to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. I do. That, that, that's I, money that your kids won't have to be spent for Christmas. That, also okay? true. That's it could be. Money. And guess what? If the, if Matt Stafford gets the rail, I think I got him at plus 900 to win the Super Bowl. Guess what? Then my kids will uh, take a first-class trip to Hawaii, okay, as soon as the football season's over, if the Rams win the Super tell Bowl. Tell your kids not to pack, okay? Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to tell you Listen, that. Listen, they're 7-3, and you want to act like they're, they're, they're in deep trouble. And Matt They've Stafford's lost two team. in a row to two good teams. Don't you get that? I, I, I there were 7-1. Stop why it, Jason. Why does this guy have to be falling over two losses? Why? Why can't it just be, man, Stafford, he had two bad games. You know what? The other seven games where he was great, I didn't overreact to those, so I'm not going to overreact to two? 
So anyways, have you seen what's going on with the line movement in Green Bay this week? The Packers opened as favorites at home against the Rams, and now the Rams are favored. And a lot of it has to do with that. I can't wait for the excuses. Well, the Packers didn't have their two best offensive linemen and Aaron Rodgers' toe and no Jair Alexander. So it's just weird, Rob. I can already know. I already know the excuses you're going to make when the Rams and Stafford win that. I, I don't. I don't make excuses. Oh my! I, I don't make excuses. I've seen. I've already seen the Packers win games, and even the game that they lost without their four best defensive players in Minnesota. Aaron Rodgers gave them a chance. Yes. If it wasn't for a drop of a of an of an interception, agreed. Uh, right? I mean, they would have won that game. Aaron Rodgers had almost four hundred yards and four touchdowns. In a game where they shouldn't have even been able to compete yeah, without Aaron Rodgers their four is the best second players. second greatest quarterback in the history so, of so football. So I'm not going to sit well, here and make any excuses. They lost. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is historically great. The guy is a legend. Okay, He's going to win games by himself. There's two guys in the league who can do that. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. I'm, uh, Matt Stafford is not in that class. Nobody's in that class. Unless I'm missing somebody. Who's up there with them? Nobody. Well, you want to put Jalen Hurts in there because he's had a couple good games? Stop. You want to put Derek Carr in there because he was great in Dallas? Like, I, I just, I, I don't know what we're doing here. Who's the third best quarterback in the NFL this season, Rob? Who you got? If we if we want to say Rodgers and Brady are one and two in whatever order. Kyler Murray before he oh, got get hurt. Get the hell play, out of here. Colt McCoy well. just came in and beat San Fran and beat Seattle. So, if Kyler Murray, Really? I said before he got hurt, yes, they were playing at a at a great clip, and he was beating a lot of good teams. The, the The Cardinals were on their way. Don't forget, he beat Matt Stafford. Go look at the numbers in that game where, where Kyler Murray came into L.A. and beat Stafford on his home field. Go look at that game and tell me who was better that day. Uh, yeah, I had money on Arizona that day. Kyler Murray okay. was amazing. I like all Kyler right. Murray. I'm a okay, big Now all of a sudden Arizona you back fan. down when I gave you an example. No, no, he had two touchdowns that day, but that game's not on uh, Matt Stafford. The Arizona Cardinals scored 37 points because the Rams' defense got shredded. Gave up 465 yards. I couldn't thought they're one the of the best on defenses down. in the league, no? No, not the Rams, no. They're, the Rams are great because Matt Stafford was awesome and an MVP candidate getting into a 7-1 and start. All Nobody's right. back in that Rams' defense. Rob, listen, I don't mean to come down too hard on you, but uh, you're wrong on Matt Stafford. All right, coming up next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Oh, boy. Another one for Rob. He, he's taking L's this morning, but this one could hurt. Steph Curry and the Warriors, best team in the NBA, greatest show in sports, but Rob Parker's got some negativity for my guy, Chef Curry. That's next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Back here on the Dan Patrick Show, Jason McIntyre, that's me, and Rob Parker in for Dan Patrick and company. The compact Mercedes-Benz GLA proves it's not the size of the SUV in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the SUV. Learn more about the nimble and ready-for-anything Mercedes-Benz vehicle at MBUSA.com. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. I did drive a Benz for about 12 years. Did you like it? Uh, I liked I've it never a lot. had one. I actually recently, uh, it's, listen, uh, not, not, there's no flex here, no humble brag, but I've had a really good gambling year. Uh, on the NFL, my picks for Fox. 
uh, and I just got a new car actually recently. Um, so off your gamble gambling winnings, huh? Uh, not strictly off the gambling winnings. The podcast is doing well. Uh, life is good. I can't complain. Uh, it's been okay. a good good uh, year for for me and my family. I'm very thankful for all of that. So um, Rob Parker, let's talk about one of your favorite athletes in sports. It, definitely in the NBA. Um, his don't name is paint Steph Curry. Me, don't, 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 don't paint the picture. His name is Steph Curry. I, I want to make sure that you get he it is. right, okay? Uh, first of all, I, I, I only have one issue with Steph Curry. Okay, That's right. it. Uh, uh, so don't make it like I think he's a bum or well, I don't think he's a great no player. Way. You can't make it. He's not a no, bum. Uh, I no, will say I, this. I have a soft spot for Steph Curry. Back, way back before every, everybody and their mom had a podcast, I had started one when I was with this website about 11, 10 or 11 years ago. And the first guest I ever got was Steph Curry. How did I get him, Rob? Because he was not a huge deal. He had a- ankle injuries. He couldn't stay healthy in Golden State. Uh, they had not won a title or anything. And I got he was the first guest on the pod. I loved him at Davidson. I've been a fan ever since. So uh, because he, he came on your no, podcast, no, no, you're an no, apologist no, no, and you're no, no. you're a fanboy for is, Steph Curry. He right? is a generational. Is is? He's a generational talent. He happened to be recovering from hand surgery two years ago. Came oh, to my he gym. He gave me an interview, so I think he's the greatest thing. I, I ran into him. Whether my he's gym. an athlete or not, but go ahead. Uh, we had a good talk. I posted about it on my IG. Listen, Steph Curry is a great human being. He's a great ambassador for basketball. We know he's the greatest shooter in the history of the sport. He's not. That's where the issue comes in, and oh. that's the issue I have. That's the issue. You have an issue with him being the greatest shooter in the history of basketball or being yeah, a great give, ambassador? Give me, give, me, give me his great big shot uh, when the game mattered in the postseason for his team. You got one? I'll wait. Wait, what? Give, give me <laughs> that his makes shot. Him a great give shooter. Me, yeah. he no, 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 Kyrie no. In Irving. order to be a great shooter, you have to have some great shots and big moments. So, I, doesn't okay. mean you can make all the three pointers and half court shots during the regular season you want. And I got that. I understand what he's done. This is not to say that he's not a great player. But when you talk about the greatest of all time and the guys 0 for eight. In the last 20 seconds with the game on the line to tie it or put his team ahead, that's when you start to talk about, I would take Reggie Miller <laughs> or Ray <laughs> Allen to make a big shot at the end of the game. Reggie in a, Miller. In a, yes, at so, any hey, time. By the way, you've, you're, at you're a any Detroit time. guy, so you've seen 8 Mile, right? You, you've of seen course. the movie? Okay. It, the, the, the eight mile wrap off is so good. I ha- I downloaded it and I have it like on my iTunes. It's in like all my playlists. In the eight mile wrap off, one of the great rappers in there goes, "This guy's a choke artist. You catch a bad one. It, it, that's what Reggie Miller is. He's a choke artist. He never won jack squat. Okay, let's be real. Reggie Miller's like what a four time NBA All Star. Dude, and you're I was putting that- him. Hold on, you're putting him in the same sentence as Steph Curry, Rob. That I is said, da- I that said is to make that a is a red card offense shot. in in soccer. To you make get a yellow a card for a caution. I was at Madison Square Garden. You get a red card for an ejection. I covered you just got the game. Ejected. For putting Reggie there. Miller and Steph Curry in the same sentence. I was there. I, I watched it. I'm asking you to give me the great Steph Curry shot in the postseason. So this, okay. Not the behind-the-back turnover in the finals, okay? Mm-hmm. Not that pass. Or not where he was held scoreless in the playing game against the Lakers in, in the fourth quarter in, in the, <laughs> down the stretch in that game in overtime. Yeah. Not that. I'm asking so you. Yep. No, I'm asking you to give me the big shot he's made where his team needed him to come through, even in the last is, time they were in the finals. Wait. No, it, you're right. You want me to get I'll give it to you. I want you. Yeah, what was it? I'll give it to you. So you just said, what's his great shot? He has eight game-winning shot attempts in his career. Steph Curry has probably taken, I don't know, I'm just guessing, 
20,000 NBA shots. He's played a, over a decade, and you want to boil his career down to eight shots. Rob, just no, think, when you wait, talk, wait, time out. No. Think out loud what you're saying. You want to boil when you a talk about the greatest great career, of all time. a top 20 player no, in the history when, of the sport, and you want to boil it down to, but he missed eight shots. Like, just no. say that out loud, Rob. Yes, Do you know because, how because I re- that sounds? It doesn't. shots? Because I remember what Ray Allen did for Miami and LeBron oh, James. Yeah, because oh, I right, remember right, right. Reggie Miller scoring 13 Miller. points in nine Reggie seconds. Miller, the best I remember, he ever did was I remember Michael Jordan. NBA. I was, Curry has more more MVP awards. It doesn't than matter. Miller I'm has talking MVP about first place votes in his career. <laughs> you should oh you should be God. you should be ashamed that you can't name a big Steph Curry shot in the clutch in the postseason, and you want to call him the greatest shooter because of all time. I, I think that's, that's the sin. Is I, I that th- you can't? No, you can't name one because he hasn't so had. This one. is what's called deflection, ladies and gentlemen. No, it ain't. The guy played the question. over a decade in the Jason, league. Jason, answer and the you question. You want to boil it down to give me a great shot that he's hit. I mean, yeah, I'm give me sorry, one. I don't have off the give top me of my. One. I mean, has he had a game-winning shot attempt in the final five seconds? Give me one. Does it make Kyrie Irving uh, better than Steph Curry because he I, had a game? All I know is Kyrie made shot? it. I know he made it and helped him. How many many seconds were left? There was like 40 seconds left. Doesn't that not even make your list? Because there wasn't few enough seconds left in the game? Let me ask you this. He's the greatest. You said he's the greatest shooter and he's an iconic figure. Hold on. Tell me how he choked down a 3-1 lead in the NBA Finals. The (sighs) first team to ever choke down a 3-1 lead was Steph Curry. He's the author of it. He's the greatest shooter of all time, and he had the chance to win three games, and he couldn't win one. We'll we'll do more NBA uh, because Rob loves it so much. But we we got to go back to the NFL because NFL, the the callers, the the board is lighting up. we got a great guest coming in right now. His name is Dr. David Chow, ex-NFL team doctor, sports medical analyst. You can find him on Twitter at ProFootballDoc. Dr. Chow, how are you this morning? Uh, welcome. Should I break up that fight there? No, yeah, no, don't, don't, don't. That's fun. That's just fun. Listen, hey, we need you. We need fight. your assistance here because there are some real bad NFL injuries. Let's start with Aaron Rodgers and his, I don't know, COVID toe, his fractured toe. He's holding his toe up at press conferences. Can you help us make sense, Doctor Chow, of what's going on with Aaron Rodgers' toe? Uh, it's not COVID toe. He's referring to COVID toe as it. He got it when he was in COVID quarantine because mm. he had to work out at his home and he kicked a, a bag, uh, you know, a, a punching bag or something, and he broke his fifth pinky toe. It's mm. a fractured toe. Uh, Aaron Rodgers even admitted he didn't even know what COVID toe was. He was just <laughs> making a joke on Pat McAfee. And then we had all these COVID toe articles and people were calling me about COVID toe. Look, it's a pinky finger, a pinky toe. It's on his left foot. Yes, it's going to hurt. Yes, he's going to be limited in practice, et cetera. But if it hurts that bad during the game, they're just going to numb it up and go. It's not that big of a deal. If you look at his last game, he played very well. And Aaron Rodgers probably doesn't need that much practice to uh, play well. So I'm not worried about this pinky toe injury at all. But the funny thing is to compare it to a turf toe. Not even close, right? And maybe there's a fracture here, but the big toe is really what you need to play with and push off. That's what hobbles you. The pinky toe will be a essentially non-factor. I guess if his left tackle, a new left tackle now, steps on it again like he did last year, <laughs> it's going to hurt him. But, you know, it's pain. It's not going to be anything significant, in my opinion. All right. Hey, hey Doc, after the game last night, uh, Dallas Cowboys coach Mike McCarthy 
said it was pretty obvious that Ezekiel Elliott's knee was bothering him. What is the issue that uh, Zeke is working through, and how concerned should the Cowboys be moving forward with, with this knee? Well, I think, you know, having Tony Pollard lessens the concern, but he's going to play through. Look, at week 12 now, 85% is probably a good week for any player in the NFL. Yes, it's been lingering for a little bit, a knee contusion injury. It's a main matter of pain and swelling. No, he's not 100%. But uh, I think he's going to continue to play through. I don't think he's going to miss any games. Uh, Dr. Chow, I want to quickly uh, look at one of my favorite teams in the NFL, the New York Jets. I know nobody cares, but I got to ask you, this Zach Wilson stuff, a lot of the New York media, I feel like they're trying to sell newspapers, pushing Mike White and then Joe Flacco and all this controversy. There's nothing there, right? Zach Wilson appears to be 100% for the for the Jets coming back this week in, in kind of a big spot. You don't want to get embarrassed again. They've had a bad streak here. You're playing the Houston Texans. Do you, from everything you can glean, is Zach Wilson 100% to go for the Jets? Uh, close to 100%. He's certainly good enough to play. I think he was good enough to play a week or two weeks ago. When it first happened in-game, we do this video analysis and said he had a PCL, and it's a two-to-four-week two week injury. But we lean towards the four weeks or more because he's a young quarterback. He's not Aaron Rodgers who could not practice all week and come in and, and go lights out. He's got to practice, and he's got to be closer to 100%, especially with that Jets team. Now he's finally close to that, but really not a ton of other choice with you know Flacco out and COVID and what have you. But, you know, I don't know that Zach's 100%, but I put him in the 90s, mm. so I think he should be good to go. All right, Justin Fields uh, didn't play yesterday in the uh, game against the Lions for the Bears. Uh, if Coach Matt Nagy decides that uh, he's going to bench uh, Andy Dalton, should we expect to see Fields return to the, the uh, field next, next week? How about this for the irony of all ironies? Justin Fields' most memorable moment was in the Sugar Bowl with Ohio State mm. when he got rocked. And broke ribs, went into the medical tent, took an injection, came back, and was Superman hero and led Ohio State to victory. Here, he left the game, uh, and some of it may be coaching decisions slash we want him 100% and preserve him for the future. He didn't even take a big shot. Now, uh, there's some non-displaced maybe fractures on MRI. Rib blocks could take care of that. This Andy Dalton start might have been Matt Nagy preference and or short week syndrome. Uh, with the Chicago Bears. So I think Fields can be an option for the following week if Matt Nagy wants to use him. Especially since Nagy needed to win a game, right? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) he probably was trying to save his job because of all the reports out there. Uh, Dr. Chow, let me just – Matt Stafford is a a very uh, contentious name on this show. Rob obviously does not like him. (laughs) I need to ask uh, – Why why because I don't think somebody's good you think I don't like him? I have no – It's not personal. It's not personal. You bag on him. He's he's had two awful games in a row. But, Dr. Chow, has he been healthy? Uh, He's missed some practice, I believe. He's not – not 100%. Now they are coming off the bye week. This is there's a pressure-filled week for Matt Stafford. What do you have on his injury? Well, Matt Stafford is as tough as they come. He's never really come out of games. Remember the back fracture that he played through yep. that, quote, no one knew about? The, you know, the thumb injuries, the hand stuff. He's always played through stuff, and he's tough as he come. But before Rams fans start saying Matt Stafford isn't the answer, do you want to go back to Jared Goff? Remember that was you the mean guy the guy was, you mean the guy who took you to the Super Bowl and had the uh, fifth greatest offense in the history of the NFL, Doc. I have to respectfully push back on that. 
that you're 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 uh, propping up Matthew Stafford, who's never won a playoff game, never won a division title, and you're taking a shot at Jared Goff, who got to the Super Bowl. Come on, Doc. No, I'm not taking a shot at Jared Goff at all. I'm just or supporting Matt Stafford. I'm just giving you the comparison. You got to remember in the playoffs last season, uh, Jared Goff had a thumb issue where he could play and start. And the Rams themselves yeah. chose to start John Wolford in that game. <laughs> now, right. John Wolford got injured in the first quarter, and, Matt, and uh, Jared Goff came in and played three and a half quarters. But the reason why we knew he was healthy to play is Blake Bortles was not listed as the third quarterback that day. No team goes into a game with one and a half healthy quarterbacks. That meant to me they knew Jared Goff was healthy enough to play, yet they started John Wolford. And then, obviously, they traded John uh, uh, Jared Goff. So the Rams told you what they think of Jared Goff, not me. Yeah, uh, they, they don't buy him. now. But on Stafford, though, well, you know, I know he's a tough guy. We, you, this ankle injury foot, I'm not exactly sure how bad it is, but where are you on that, Doc? It's only bad when he loses. Otherwise, he's great. Right. Like I said, 85% is a good week. He's at least 85%. Uh, his health should not be a major concern in terms of Matthew Stafford. All right, let's. Uh, I want to ask you, uh, Saints fans were questioning how Taysom Hill was healthy enough to be active last night, but not healthy enough to play over Trevor Simeon. Tell us about Hill's health right now and uh, what it could mean for the Saints quarterback situation moving forward. I mean, that's an interesting uh, issue there. They just signed him to the big contract, and he couldn't play quarterback, but what, he could do fullback and tight end duties? I mean, <laughs> it doesn't make <laughs> I mean, sense. It seems like it should be the opposite. There's more to the story there. I don't know what it is right now, but, you know, that, that's, uh, that's sort of uh, the big uh, question mark. But uh, when things don't make sense to us in the outside world, they do from the inside. We'll eventually find out, as you guys know, but that doesn't make sense right now. Uh, I got, doc, I got uh, one last. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. The, I watched that Buffalo Bills game last night, and they kind of glossed over the Tredavious White injury. It looked like a non-contact. His knee kind of uh, had this weird buckle. He was on the ground. You could tell from the look on his face that it might have been serious. Do you have anything on the Tredavious White injury? Because, you know, he's an all-pro. That feels like it could have Super Bowl ramifications for the Bills. No question. At, at ProFootballDoc.com, in-game we posted on my Twitter timeline. And look, it's just video analysis, and I studied video for 17 years while I was in the NFL of injuries when I knew what the injury was. But in this case, uh, it's going to be, unfortunately, an ACL tear, ACL and MCL, and he's going to be out for the season. Now, remember, this is video analysis, Mm -hmm. insider knowledge, not insider information. The Bills have said nothing. Sean Sean McDermott says, uh, we'll tell you on Tuesday, but uh, count on they're having to go the rest of the way without Tredavious White, which is a big deal. Hey, Doc, real quick, about 30 seconds. Last thing of baseball, Fernando Tatis Jr. was hurt three times with the shoulder last year. He's decided not to have the surgery. Uh, Do you think the Padres and Tatis made the right decision to go without surgery and just letting it heal in the offseason? I I have not examined him. He's my son's favorite player. I'm in San Diego. (laughs) I'm rooting for the guy. But I he's a great player. He's a great player. I think I think he's making the wrong decision. I think the Padres want him to have the surgery. Look, if he would have played the 25, 29 extra games, he'd be the MVP. Look, it came out five times last season in five different ways. It's only a matter of time before it comes out again this next 
season. Rehab hasn't fixed it before. Rehab isn't going to fix the labral tear. He's an amazing athlete. He's the matrix. He changed his swing mid-season and still hit 42 home runs. But he can be even better. I think he's making a silly mistake. But once again, I haven't examined him. If I had the ability to talk to him, I'd say, Fernando, you want to play shortstop? You love shortstop. You don't want to be in the outfield, right? Get the surgery. You like that harness? No. You want to take it off? Get the surgery. I mean, you're 23 years old. I mean, you're not indestructible, but, you know, 23-year-olds think, sometimes think they are. He is Dr. David Chow, ex-NFL team doctor, sports medical analyst. You can find him on Twitter at ProFootballDoc. Hey, great stuff, Dr. Chow. Thanks a lot. Hope you had a great day. Appreciate it. Have a great day. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. All right, coming up next here on the Dan Patrick Show. We want to go back to Curry. Don't worry. Hour number three is coming. But uh, coming up next, what does it mean, this Ohio State game for Jim Harbaugh? It's a big one. Harbaugh yet to beat the Buckeyes. This would be a colossal upset for Jim Harbaugh. If he loses, we know what Rob Parker is going to say. It ain't good. We'll talk about that next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back here on the Dan Patrick Show, it's me, Jason McIntyre, joined as always by my main man, Rob Parker. And I got to say, Rob and I had gotten heated a couple times, but I just want to know you guys, you guys to know it's much love between us. I've known There's Rob no, for a long right. time. Right. Uh, I don't have any issues. Uh, I mean, I've enjoyed it's, working it's, with him, whether it's FS1, Fox Sports Radio, uh, we, we've been debating for, what, five, four or five years now, Rob? Five it's always years, fun. absolutely. Yeah. And same with Broussard. I, I love to put Broussard in a body bag every time we do an NBA debate. I, but- I do remember we did, we filled in on Undisputed, and you and Broussard, and who was the other guy, the NBA player from the Rockets? I just forgot his name. Uh, Coutinho Mobley? Coutinho Mobley. Yeah. And you guys jumped on me when I said the Lakers wouldn't make the playoffs. Do you remember that? Um, which year was this? Was that this... was the first year? The first so year with oh, when LeBron got hurt. Yeah, and they came back, and and I was telling, and, and and they were you know on the cusp of making the playoffs, and I said that they wouldn't make it. Yeah. And we had a big brouhaha, and of course I was right. So wow, well, I, I mean, yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> I love I love how Rob just oh yeah, LeBron got hurt, he did come back, but they missed the playoffs. I was right five years ago. I was right. Congrats on that, Rob. Uh, thank Wait, you. Do thank that you. victory lap. Don't injure your shoulder <laughs> patting yourself on the back. Uh, Ohio State, Michigan. It's the big game on Fox on Saturday. Jim Harbaugh has been very good at Michigan. That, 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 that's a that's a hard stop. Jim Harbaugh has been good at Michigan. Play that fight song. I love that fight song. It Dude, feels what, like who, college Who are you football. talking to? Do you? I I, I know. Jim are Harbaugh. you talking to Michigan people? I'm, who, set, I'm setting up reality. These are facts. Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. 10-3, 10-3. Starting things out. Great. You could say he won with the other guy's players. Fine. Dip back to 8-5. It was trouble. 10-3. 9-4. They were bad last year, but it was COVID year. This year, 10-1. Now, he hasn't won a bowl game since 2015. Listen I, to I you. had not even moved to L.A., the last time 
uh, Jim Harbaugh won a bowl game. Thank you. And I, I, it's been it's been a rough go. That being said, four 10-win seasons in seven years at Michigan. That's great. But can you can you go and name the teams that they piled up those ten wins? Because his record against the Big Ten, uh, the ranked, best division in college against ranked division against right. ranked opponents is horrendous. It's not good. He's lost. Mel Turner showed up. Mel Tucker. Uh, <laughs> Tucker. I'm sorry. Mel Tucker showed up in, at Michigan State, and of course, the first time to the Big House, he beat Jim Harbaugh. They, they just gave this guy I mean, they ninety-five million dollars. Because he's beaten Harbaugh his first two times, including a big game where they both came in. Yeah, by the way, uh, he's Rob is right. Uh, that's a bad loss to Mel Tucker. Also, if you want to win some money this weekend, Penn State against Mel Tucker. Penn State favored that's by fine, two That's fine, but I'm talking Penn about, State, we're talking about already, Jim Harbaugh and how, how Tucker came in. Yeah. And off of two big wins against, of course, his division, his his well, uh, they had to pay him to keep him away from LSU. LSU I, fired. I got it, o. but 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 don't tell me if he would have lost, it would have been a lot easy. It would have been as easy to give him that ninety five uh, million. That's fair. Dollars. And then what happened after he got ninety five million? He goes. Uh, it doesn't out matter. But I'm talking 42 about forty two to nothing to Ohio but State. But we're talking about Jim Harbaugh, yes. who's lost twice to Tucker, who's zero and five it's against bad. Ohio State, who has a terrible record against ranked opponents. Yes. He and, and and you just said he hasn't won a bowl game in, since 2015, yep. and they're paying him. He they were they were paying him like he was a top three coach of the top four coaches in college well, he football. He took a pay cut. He, three he of the one. four had won yep. a national championship. The only guy who hadn't was Jim Harbaugh, and then he had to eat crow, take a pay cut Here, to yep. stick around. Here All the- I'm saying to you is when they lose to Ohio State, mm. and he goes zero and six. If you jump around and talk about a 10-win season, you don't even know why in the world they brought him to Ann, back to Ann Arbor to, to, to run that program. It was to win a national championship and to get them in the college football playoff, which they haven't done yep. in his six years. So oh. it will be a total yep. failure for Jim Harbaugh. Uh, I, I think that's a little bit strong. By the way, uh, he is a 7.5-point underdog. Here are the recent scores of Ohio State versus Jim Harbaugh. 56-27, 62-39, 31-20. And the one that stings was the first one. They lost 30-27. to There was a bad spot late in that game with Michigan driving for the go-ahead score. And they got jobbed. But Ohio State's owned Harbaugh. There you go again. It's always about referees and spots I mean, and all you can that. Look, you looked that up you know, on YouTube. It was an awful, horrendous no, spot. And, and, but, and what about the, the loss to Michigan State where he didn't have uh, max protection on his blocker? You remember that game? The, listen, the Michigan State, on his, on his that, that loss is bad. That collapse was unbelievably unacceptable. Um, that being said, all these – like, you want to go ahead and kill Michigan's uh, uh, Wolverines for, for Harbaugh's four 10-win seasons – uh, listen, this is not a, a marquee uh, program. As you said, they haven't won, what, one title since, what, 1980-something or seven, 90, early 90s with Lloyd Carr? Like, let's not act like Michigan is some amazing program. But they brought Jim Harbaugh in to change that, Jason. That's what you're missing. Yeah, he was a, brought there step, Rob. to change it. First and second round picks since Harbaugh took over the U- Michigan job. Ohio State 25, Michigan 7. On off uh, total twenty five first and second round picks to seven. So Jim Harbaugh's going into a gunfight with one tied behind, hand tied behind his back, and, Michigan and he's State? got a spoon in his hand. Okay, and Michigan State. Michigan State. He's lost two games. Okay. La- the collapse okay. really hurt, okay. man. 
They were dominating that game up 16. Thank you. And they you. collapsed. It was Thank bad. Thank you. Okay. I'm All not, right. I mean, so listen, at least acknowledge. I, I'm not saying. Stop making excuses. He blew that game. Facts are and facts. And that was a bad He's loss He's got a to lot Michigan of 10 State. win seasons at Michigan, but he hasn't won the They're big game. They're empty. Games. They're empty. Go look at the schedule of the teams they beat in those 10 wins. Both Most of them are true. also So ranked. we got uh, a final hour. I think we got another hour left. Uh, we need two more. The arguments are so heated. Coming up, hour three, Rob Parker, J-Mac. Keep it locked.